Good morning, folks, and welcome to Men of God Outdoors Ministry. My name is Don Hagen. We focus on faith, family, and the outdoors, like fishing, hunting, and enjoying God's creation. We're located in Duncan, Oklahoma. Our email is menofgodoutdoors at outlook.com. And look us up on Facebook. If you feel led to give or support our ministry, our cash app is dollar sign, men of God outdoors. Okay, our weather forecast, uh, it's going to be high in the 70s, low in the 80s uh, for the week. There's a chance of rain every day except for Thursday. Uh, we know that can change within minutes. Uh, our fish activity for the week, this morning and tomorrow morning is going to be fair. Uh, Friday and Saturday evening is going to be good. Uh, once again, um, my guest is my lovely wife. Lisa, welcome. Good morning. Yeah. um, Okay. Uh, Being iron. Being iron. Proverbs 27, 17. As iron sharpens iron, so a man sharpens the countenance of his friend. This is something we've been talking about for several weeks now, about iron sharpening iron, about men, men helping other men, keeping other men strong. Yes. You know, one thing we talked about last week was hanging with the wrong crowd. Um, you know this um, this can corrupt you uh, you know first Corinthians 15:33 says do not be deceived evil company corrupts good habits so hanging with the wrong crowd you know you might think you're strong and you know you you're not get, you know you might think you know you know I'm going to the bar but I don't drink. I just hang out with my buddies. You know, they're drinking, but I'm not doing that stuff. You know, I'm, I'm just hanging out with them. But if you're hanging with the wrong crowd, it says right here that it will corrupt good habits. It's going to corrupt your soul. It's going to get into you eventually. You're going to start acting like they act if you're hanging out with the wrong ones. You know, are you going on Saturday night to the bar and then Sunday morning you're in church? You know, Mm -hmm. we've heard a lot of people talk about this. You know, are you that person, Mm -hmm. you know, that's going to the bar on Friday and Saturday nights and then you're in the in church on Sunday morning? Well, that that doesn't even necessarily include a bar. Were you on the golf course? Were you at the races? Whatever you were doing, you know, were you being a godly example where you were? It doesn't even have to be in a bar. You know, if you were at the golf course and you still were not portraying that godly image that you portray on Sunday morning, that makes a huge difference. Right, right. You know, uh, but, you know, if you're at the bar, you know, or people driving by seeing your truck sitting there, people know your truck and they see it sitting there at the bar, and then Sunday morning you're sitting in there and you're hearing all these little whispers around the congregation, you know, I seen his truck at the bar last night. You know, of course it's none of their business what you're doing, you know. That's right. But, you know, you can't run around saying, you know, don't judge me, you know, if you're acting bad. But actually, it, and it is, but it is his wife's business. It is. It is his wife's business. If he is out hanging out with his buddies and hanging out in the bars on Friday and Saturday night and then comes home and tries to be the spiritual leader of the home, it just don't work that way. Absolutely. And that's what I want to talk about this week. You know, are you being that iron that sharpens others or are you being the evil company that corrupts others? That's good. Lord, let's pray. Lord, I ask you to use me today. Only let me say what you would have me to say. 
I ask you to open ears to hear and hearts to receive. Father, I ask for safety and protection over me, my wife, and my children. Please lead us with your spirit and deliver us from all enemies and evil. Father, help me to be that iron for my brother and all that I meet in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You know, in Colossians 3, uh, verses 8 and 9, it says, But now is the time to get rid of anger, rage, malicious behavior, slander, dirty language. Mm -hmm. Don't lie to each other, for you have stripped off your old sinful nature and all its wicked deeds. That's right, you know, and, and so many men in society right now, those are manly qualities, which um, from a woman's standpoint, those are not manly qualities. The world tries to tell men that it's something totally different than what God says and what women look for. We get with other guys, and it's just a bunch of guys, you know, and then all of a sudden we start telling dirty jokes, and we start using profanity, and we start saying things we probably shouldn't say. Mm -hmm. You know, are, are we getting in the middle of that? You know, are you the one that starts it? You know, are you the one that comes into the crowd of men and want to be manly and start telling dirty jokes, using profanity, you know, trying to outdo the other man and be more manly than him? A real man is the one that stands up for right, for right. righteousness. Mm -hmm. A real man stands yes. up for righteousness. That's He'll right. stand up to the other guy and say, hey, look, guys, let's not act this way. That's right. You know, this is not the way we should act. This is not how we represent the kingdom of God. You know, that might be our old ways, mm -hmm. you know, uh, we're to throw off our old ways. Yes. You know, we're a new creation in Christ. You know, when we find Christ and we, we accept him as our Lord and Savior, you know, our old ways are thrown away and we are a new creation. That's right. You know, Ephesians 4.22, throw off your old sinful nature and your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. Mm -hmm. That is powerful. There is just so much power in those words right there. That, you know, because he just calls out exactly what you were just talking about. Men think they have to build themselves up to the other men to be manly. Lust, deception, talking about women, talking about, you know, fudging on how much they money they make and all of this stuff. And those aren't, those are the old ways. The new life is not that way. And, you know, the women that I talk to and, you know, it's like if their husband comes home and they're lying and, and you said, oh, well, I told so-and-so this and I told so-and-so that, and you know they're lying, that trust even, even though that they may not be lying to you, but you know they're lying to other people, what makes you think they're not lying to you? If right. And so that you don't, you can't completely and totally trust them that they are being honest and that they are being completely trustworthy. So those nights that they say they're going out with the guys, you know, those thoughts are in your head. Well, are they or aren't they? Because you can't trust them. And everything is based back on trust. And those things that if, that if you don't have a godly man that, or one that's godly part of the time and not the other time, then you can't trust how they're going to react to situations. You can't trust how they're going to treat you. Right. That's kind of where I'm going, guys, is are you running around town? 
you know, are, are you acting uh, in a bad way? You know, and how are you representing your family around town? Absolutely. You know, are you running around? Are you drinking? Are you chasing other women? You know, people see these things, That's you know, and they're going to talk. You know how people are. They're going to talk, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you can sit back all day long and say, you know, these people need to shut their mouth and not be judging me. Well, you know. Maybe you shouldn't be acting that way. You know, I'm not saying that what they're doing is right. You know, the whispers in church behind your back, you Mm -hmm. know, that's not right. Mm -hmm. Um, I agree with that. But don't give them something to talk about. Right, exactly. You know, the Bible says, you know, we're not supposed to judge. But it also says that you will know them by their fruit. Exactly. And if you're producing stinky fruit, (laughs) then you know that you're not connected to the right vine. Also, you know, if you're running around and acting like these things, you know, your friends that you're hanging out with, you know, they might be following you. So you're corrupting them. Mm -hmm. Like I said, are you the evil company that corrupts others? Mm -hmm. Are you the iron that sharpens iron? You know, it can go either way. You know, you've got to decide, Mm -hmm. you know, are you going to be iron? Are you going to be the evil company? Mm-hmm. And you know, as iron sharpens iron, as your iron gets sharper, then that also is protection for the wives. Because you know, that iron, you know, you think of a sword, and a sword is for battle. And so as that iron sharpens iron, as you get sharper, and um, as, as men get sharper and uh, each other, then that just provides more protection and more covering for the women in their lives, which is precious to us. I can promise you that. Not only are you corrupting other people, corrupting your friends and stuff, you know, you you might be causing some pain to some of your loved ones. Oh, yeah. You know, especially if you've got other loved ones, your wife, maybe some of your family, you know, they might be praying for you. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, stop and think, you know, Am I causing them pain? Your your actions might be hurting others than yourself. You know, of course they could be hurting yourself, you know, if, if you're doing a lot of drinking and, and these kind of things, you know, um, you're definitely hurting yourself. But you also could be hurting others, you know, other than just leading your friends down a wrong path. If you're the leader of the pack and they're following you, you know, uh, you're leading them the wrong direction, but you're also, maybe you're causing your family some pain. And that's right. And, and you have to be careful because your children, they're going to follow you. They're going to they're gonna do, you know, and your wife, you know, she's going, you could be an, ad, um, an influence on her life. You're, you're definitely an influence on your children's life. If you're raising sons, those sons are going to be just like you and how they see you act and how they see you treat their mama, that's how they're going to treat their wives. Right. Yeah, absolutely. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. Yes. The old life is gone. Mm-hmm. A new life has begun. So, I mean, if you're struggling with these things, if you know, maybe you, you should, you know, if, if you don't want to do these things and you're struggling with these things find some help yes you know i'm sure you know your pastor or somebody in your church you know will be glad to sit down and pray with you Mm -hmm. um and do not absolutely do not be afraid to talk with your wife she is your 
helpmeet. Yes. She is your helper. God yes. put her there for a reason. Mm-hmm. She will pray with you. I guarantee you, don't be afraid to ask your wife to pray for you. That's there right. is nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. My wife prays for me daily. Mm-hmm. You know, I there's do. a you know, not just on her own, but there's times I go to her when I'm struggling with something. I said, Babe, will you pray for me? Yes. Because I'm I'm needing some help today and uh, to walk that righteous life today. And and she she'll stop what she's doing and she'll pray with me right then. Uh, so And that's you know. what we as women um you would be surprised how strong that men appear in our eyes when they take that approach. When they say, sweetheart, I'm, I'm struggling with this. I, would you please pray with me? And I think so often men think that's a sign of weakness, but it's not. You know, they're all saying that a man is never stronger than when he's on his knees. Right. Absolutely. I agree with that. So if you've accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior... You are a new creation. It yes. says it. Uh, you are a new creation. So lay your old ways at the foot of the cross. Yes. Don't just keep practicing them old ways. Lay them at the foot of the cross. Matthew eleven twenty said, 28, Jesus said, Come to me, all who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Jesus is there waiting on you. You know, maybe you are saved but is Christ your Lord? Big difference. There's a big difference between Lord and Savior. So, you know, give your life to the Lord Jesus Christ and lay your burdens at His feet. He will carry them for you. Yes, He will. You know, uh, ask for prayer. You know, be that godly man that your family needs. I know you want to be that godly man. Mm-hmm. So just step up to the plate and be that godly man. I want to thank you, thank you, babe, for being here, Lisa. Thank you so much for being on the show. Yes. I want to thank you for spending your time with us. Once again, we are Men of God Outdoors Ministry. And my name is Don Hagen. I never want to close without giving someone a chance to know Jesus. If you don't know him and would like to, just repeat after me. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for my sins. And on the third day you rose, and you're seated in heaven. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Amen. If you said that prayer, we believe you are saved. Please contact us and let us know. Or if you need prayer, you can message us on Facebook or email menofgodoutdoors at outlook.com. Once again, our cash app is dollar sign men of God outdoors. And get outdoors and enjoy God's creation. We love you. And have a blessed day.